is going on, everybody? It is Saturday, and it is your boy, your host, your number one guy, David, a.k.a. Preacher Man, here on Frasier Chronicles. Today, I'm going to be talking about the budget. And what I mean by budget is the HBCUs, historically black college universities, budgets, and they're fighting for survival this upcoming school year guys and i just want to talk about it it's important it's imperative that we know about them it's a lot of history in these schools and it's our jobs as americans and it's my job as a podcaster to bring these this issue to the forefront because again it is historically black colleges and these colleges mean a lot to the founders, it means a lot to the African-American community, and it means a lot to all the alumni that have went, that have graduated, and that want to see these uh, colleges still persevere um, through these times of the pandemic. And just a fun fact, ladies and gentlemen, a fun fact that I want to... Um, give about the HBCU school uh, schools are uh, one is they produce 40, 42% of the country's black engineers, 80% of its black judges, and 40% of its African-American members of Congress. And, and I believe that is a great fun fact for everyone to know. And there, there are 107 HBCUs, uh, which enroll 228,000 primarily black students, and many um, come from poor households. And what I want to say is this. What I want to say is this. When we look at college, and we look, we're going to look today at the HBCU schools, there have been great people that have come from the HBCU era uh, because they were not afforded those opportunities early in the, the uh, uh, years um, of going to school in a diverse area. So with everything segregated, schools were made um, by blacks. And they wanted to make sure that blacks were being educated, number one. Number two, they had the opportunity, which the historically black colleges have given and they also wanted, number three, to be able to watch those African-Americans and the ones that came after them succeed in a world where there's still segregation. But we all have a, um, a role to play in this. And the role that we have to play in this is to make sure that our young African-American students, whether you're a teacher whether you're a counselor or principal or whether you just have kids in your household is to give them that opportunity to go to college and say, hey, college is where you want to go. And then we understand everybody isn't made for college, but it doesn't mean that they can't go to college. And I think that a lot of kids should go to more HBCU games, football games, basketball games. Uh, to the schools just to see what goes on at those schools uh, because we they're not in that they're not a lot a lot of times in a national limelight and when I mean my not in the limelight the sports not in limelight like our um, our 
schools like the University of Alabama, UNC Chapel, they're not in the limelight. Your Bethune-Cookman is not in the limelight. Your Fayetteville State, your North Carolina Central, your North Carolina A&T, your Norfolk State, I mean, Hampton University, uh, and, and, and many others that are out there. They're not um, um, on the big stage when it comes to the athletic department. And, and that's something that we have to change. But what, am I, what I want to talk about and I want to gear toward it today is these HBCU schools um, don't have the enrollment that your University of Chapel Hill have and that your um, University of Alabama again or uh, University of uh, Southern Cal have. So in order to preserve these places, students have to be there and have to be in those seats. Believe it or not, they have to. Um, it's, it's a great uh, environment. I've been to a couple games throughout my life. Um, I've been to a couple places, seen a couple things, and I and I and I really enjoy the atmosphere when I go and I sit at these schools. Um, and I think that the alumni uh, also enjoy seeing a lot of these kids and students um, learn. I, and I feel that with the pandemic, they're bracing for this stuff. And with the pandemic, and if we allow the pandemic to stop us in the midst of achieving a goal. And I think and I believe that's what it is. It's achieving a goal. If you started college, you must finish what you started. That's that that that's that's imperative. Remember what I just said. You must you must it's it's, it's not an option. It's a must. You must finish what you started. Now, if you're at an HBCU school and you're not planning on attending. You're saying, hey, I'm not going to attend school because of the pandemic. I'm not going to attend school because of this, or I'm going to take a break because of the pandemic. Let me, let me help you on, on that decision. Um, my number one thing is why you shouldn't stop. And I'm going to tell you why you shouldn't hold up. If you started it, you, we got to finish it, what we started. So the reason I will tell you not to, not to stop is because once you stop, you're going to get comfortable in stopping. Believe it or not, you're going to get very comfortable. You're going to take a year off, and you're going to say, hey, I'm good. When the next year rolls around, the next semester rolls around, when you plan on going back, you're going to say, well, you know, I did good at the house. I, I didn't have to worry about anything. I, I'm, not, I'm, at, I'm working. And then years later, you're going to want to say, man, I should have finished. So that's that we don't want to leave any regrets or any of that on the table. I don't, I don't think that's imperative to leave it on the table. Um, another thing as well is there, there are some uh, great HBCU presidents out there. And HBCU, if you don't know what it stands for, is Historically Black Colleges and Universities. Um, they have some great presidents, which I, there are some such as uh, Bobby Knight, president of Miles College. Uh, you have another one. You have the uh, Florida A&M University president, Larry Robinson. You have Bethune. Cookman University president, uh, Brent uh, Carity. You have Fayetteville State University Chancellor Peggy Valentine um, and, and many more. And I believe these presidents want these schools and to have a, a school year um, because one of the things that uh, colleges do is as long, they, they get money based off of students. And most of the students are eligible for financial aid, okay? Most of the students, I, I, I have, it's very rare that I see a kid that's not eligible for um, um, <clears throat> for financial aid. Um, 
most of the students fund their uh, education with uh, Pell Grants, um, plus loans, um, all types of stuff. So what I'm saying is don't stop your education because of um, a pandemic. Keep going. Strive to be what it is you set out to be. Um, take precautions. Um, do do what you feel is necessary. You know, don't let people scare you out of your goals and out of your dreams. I mean, for crying out, do not do it. I, I mean, I, I don't want to see kids stop. I mean, if you're if you're worried, concerned, I would say take your online classes. Go to school online. They have online. Check with your school. See what it is that they have that they offer and continue your education. Because one thing that I've always been taught in life is that the train doesn't stop. It doesn't stop because of, of, of situations and all that. Train keeps moving. And what I mean by train is a metaphor. It talks about life. Life doesn't stop. You know, the clock doesn't stop because a pandemic is here. I mean, the clock's been ticking. It's still breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's still uh, morning, noon, and midnight. No clock stops. You know, uh, what stops is you if you want to stop. But don't stop because the world doesn't stop. Keep going. Keep striving. I mean, take others with you. That's what this thing is about. People are, are, are looking at these HBC. They're saying, hey, we might be not. We might be closing up for good. Because of they're, they're, they've been looking at and depending on students to come to school and students to come and be successful. Be the next lawyer. Be the next doctor. Be the next uh, uh, podcaster. Be the next whatever. All right. And some of us, for, for some of us, we grad, we're going to be the first one to graduate in our family. That's That's huge. That's huge. And I think as far as the HBCUs go, that is huge. We have, come on now, that some some people, that, again, I just told you statistically, a lot of kids who come from the to HBCU schools have come from a background of poverty. So they're, 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 where are they getting the motivation to come to school? Where are they, who's having their back during these times? They sent a lot of kids home from these HBCU schools who didn't have families to go back to. Listen, listen now. They didn't have families to go back to. So the HBCU schools did some, some of the, some of the presidents did different things. They helped these kids get plane tickets to go home. And then when they realized they couldn't, they stayed, they, they still helped them out. So what are we saying? Lend a helping hand. Lend a helping hand. Whatever the case may be, lend that helping hand. You know, our HBCU schools uh, shouldn't be closing up. Shouldn't be closing up. I think there's some, some good presidents in here that really want to see the schools thrive, that really want to see these universities move on. And I don't want, and I don't think that they want a pandemic or whatever we're going through to stop it. I don't think that it should stop it. And if you're thinking about stopping school, I just, I, I would, I would second that. I would say, look, don't do it. Don't stop. Keep going. Finish what you started. We can't quit. We cannot quit. 
We can't. We, we, we don't have the opportunity. We don't have that time. Time is not on no one side. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're, your parents are billionaires. I don't care what background you come from. You don't have the opportunity to stop. You don't need to stop. You need to keep thriving. You need to keep going. You need to keep pushing. They need, and, and, and the schools need your help. Students, collegiate college students, they need your help. Seniors in high school, they need your help. Because when you're looking at where am I going to go to school, what am I going to do with my life, don't waste, your, don't waste money. That's one thing I've always been taught. Don't waste money. See, when I went to school, and I'm going I'm to I'm I'm throw, I'm going to just talk about me for a little while. I didn't go to HBCU. I went to Bible College. I'm now at uh, Liberty University I'm doing my master's program. And um, the reason I'm not at an HBCU school, let, let's get that out because I know with me talking about HBCU schools, the budget, blah, 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 get these kids in. The reason I'm not at HBCU school is because they don't offer what it is I'm doing. So th that's that. Okay, and if they did offer, I definitely would have went to the HBCU school. That that's a given. Okay, so I'm putting that out there. I'm gonna talk about me for a little while. Okay, and when I'm talking about wasting money, so don't don't go because hey, I want to be called a college student. I want you to go because you want to be something. You want to you want to get a higher learning education. You want to say hey, I want to take more time to get a, a degree under my belt. Because that's what you're doing. You're just getting another diploma under your belt. So when a job and you apply for it says, hey, preferred or required is a bachelor's or whatever the case may be, then you, you, you had that. Okay. So let me just talk to you about me. I went to school in, in the beginning and I wasted money. Yeah, I, I wasted money. Money. Listen, money. I wasted it. I wasted it going to school just to go to school. Mindset wasn't there. I was just there. Uh, I could have went and just did, I, uh, the money that I wasted at at that time. I could have went and and just got a job. Hey, I could have just stayed at the crib, whatever. But at some point in my life, the, my mind clicked and it said, "You got to get back in school. You got to get this thing done." Because when you stop, and I'm gonna tell you about my experience. If you stop, you know, you. <laughs> You look back and you say, man, I, I should have did this. And you look back and you say, I should have did that. And no one really tells you about uh, what happens when you stop. When you stop, so many things in your life have, have happened and transpired since that last time. Whether that's you being married, whether that's you having kids, whether that's you just not being able to enjoy college no more. You age, you're, you get older, so you're not young and like you used to be. Your friends if they continued, have left the nest, and what I mean by that is we're still friends, but they're they're on their thing now. They're on their they're on their job. They're in their career. They're in their they're they're progressing through life, and yet here I am. I'm sitting here, and I'm like, dang on. And that's what happened when I when I um before I wasted all this money, I or during my time I wasted money. Excuse me. So when I wasted this money, I eventually stopped going to school. I took two or three years off. Okay. And then when I went wanted to go back to school, then things just wasn't they, it wasn't the same as when I first started. One was I was more focused, but a lot of my focus was on my own because a lot of the folks I started with had already graduated. 
So that's that's what I'm telling you. When you take time off, most of those kids stay on the course. They graduate, boom, they're in their careers, and you're looking at people thrive. It's like it's like being a bird in a nest, and you're watching all these other birds fly out. They learn to fly, and you just taking your time, like, hey, I'm just not gonna fly. And then eventually, you're like, doggone, I want to catch up. I'm seeing everybody be successful. I'm seeing everybody do great things. And bam, they're they taking off. And you want to be able to take off, but now you're behind. And the thing that uh, one doctor told me, a doctor years ago told me this. And I'm talking about a doctor. I was getting a checkup, and he told me, he said, what do you want to be when you get grown? I was like, you know, I just throw out so many jobs, so many things I wanted to do. I know I wanted to go to college. But we talked, me and him talked. And I never knew that late years later what he was talking about would come to pass. And he told me this. He said, it's not where you start, but it's about finishing. It's not about starting. It's, the, it's more about finishing. Because we all start something in life, but we all don't finish what we start. That is a guarantee. We start marriages, we don't finish the marriage. We start families, we don't finish with our families. We start life, and we don't finish with life. Okay, We don't, we don't finish. We start buying houses but yet we don't finish buying the house see we always get started but we don't finish and that's what he was telling me. he said we all get started in life at doing something whether it's focusing on uh, uh, a job a career right we focus on it we get it but then we don't stick with it you see what i'm saying that's what he he was telling me in life there's going to be things that's going to come they're going to come in the way they're going to stop you they're going to be in front of you and it's about what you do at that moment, that second, that determines if you're going to finish. We all we all know about running, right? We all know that if if, if we're going to um, be a part of a um, a race, right? We we start the race, and there are people that start the race. We all start together, but some along the way fall out. They don't make it to the end, right? And what happens when they don't make it to the end? And the race is over with and everything is done. They wish I would have made it. I wish I would have pushed harder. I wish I would have did this. I wish I would have did that. Maybe if I would have slept the, the, uh, the way I should have did the night before. Maybe I should have planned how I was going to run. See, we start something, but we don't finish it. And my thing that I am here to do with a lot of people is I want to get you over that hump. I don't want to see you start. Because I won, at one point in my life, I started school. Right? And then I stopped, but I finished and when I finished, I thought about back. You know, I thought about everything back. I said, dang, if I would have, if I would have did this, I would have been there. I would have did this, I would have been ahead of the game. But I remember it's not about where you start at, because we all start, but it's about you need to finish. And every kid that is in an HBCU right now needs to finish with that HBCU school. One, because you're gonna be alumni. You're gonna look back and you're gonna say, man, that that school, I, I wanna see it. Cherish, right? Because there are people who, who blaze the trail so that those schools could be there. And they, they're gone, meaning they died, and they want, and their goal before they die was to see it keep blazing and the trails to keep going. So I say all of that to say this. They're on tight budgets. Some are about to fold. But if you're a part of those schools and you're an alumni of those schools, you must invest in those schools that you went to whether it's one dollar if a tr if a thousand or 1.5 billion of us get one dollar they will survive right they will survive 
the students that go there will be able to go to school and survive the wave. Not have a degree of a school that closed down, but will have a degree from a school that said, hey, we persevered through this. We got all, we started here, but we didn't stop. We kept on driving. And that's what the, the goal is. HBCUs, y'all got to keep thriving. Historia Black Colleges, keep thriving, keep pushing. And all the alumni that's behind, that's pushing this car. It's like a car that breaks down. Everybody gets back there and they push, 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 push until they get it where they want it. That's how these schools are going. And I don't, I don't want to see these schools go down the drain. I really don't. I don't want to see these schools go down the drain because these, there are a lot of kids who, um, they have nothing to go back to. And the pandemic showed that. And those kids need your help. They need your help. And, and if you're not going to, you don't want to go live on campus and you don't want to go um, to, um, to go stay on campus, then you have online classes. Make sure that your, your program is online. And I would say do that now. Don't wait till later, ladies and gentlemen that are at these HBCU schools. And I will tell you to call one friend and call another and say, let's, let's finish this. We must finish what we started. We must finish. Come on. We got to finish this thing, man. We got to finish. Finish strong. For all those athletes out there, finish strong. Finish strong. Because in life, we don't always get a second chance. Some of us were blessed with a second chance, but we don't always get a second chance. If we stop, some of us, we're stopping for the rest of our lives. We're not going to make it. And some of us, if when we stop, we're just going to stop for two or three years, and then we're going to wish and hope that we would have did better. So when it comes to these budgets, it comes to all of this stuff. These schools can't stay alive without the funding. They can't stay alive without the funding. That's why it's imperative to understand that you're going to pay for school. And when you pay for school, you need to cherish it. This is to everybody. I don't care what school you go to. Cherish what you're spending. It's an investment in your life. No one spends money on, on cars. See, I'm talking about high-priced items. I'm not talking about some clothes that I'm going to pass down. I'm talking about cars and houses. Houses are in, in, in the 100000 range. Cars are in the hundred range, so fifty eight hundred dollars, fifty eight thousand dollars, thousands. Okay, and you don't invest in that to throw it away. Don't throw what you started away, and don't let your school be thrown away. You have the power to keep your school open. Pandemic came, and the pandemic's gonna go. Don't let, don't let this pandemic go by and you say, well, I stayed out of school for four years because of a pandemic. That's not going to cut it. If I'm going to be out of school, and I'm telling you, if I'm going to be out of school again, and I'm like I said, I'm at Liberty University, I'm doing my master's program, but I'm not going to stop. I mean, I got to be dead to stop. That, that, that's, that's how much I'm not stopping because I know what happened when you stop. So my thing is I want to give that back to Everybody else that's out here and let you know, don't stop. Keep going. Keep fighting. Drive on. With that thing that's burning up inside of you, the first one in your house to graduate, keep that fire. 
get that fire and roll with it. Because if you stop, as they say, everybody depended on you. Mom and daddy looking at you like you got to make it. You don't have a choice. And some of us, you, you don't have any family. So your motivation is here listening to this podcast. You got to keep going. You got to keep driving. Doggone it, you better keep driving. Don't you stop. I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you. Whoever you are. You ain't got no family. That's fine. I'm here. I got you. I'm motivating you. Keep driving. Your school needs you now more than ever. In the military, we used to do running cadences and stuff. And we used to say, feet don't fail me now. Knees don't fail me now. Look, you don't fail yourself now. Don't let the epidemic fail you. And don't you fail. Don't fail. You can't fail. You must succeed. You must push. You must drive. You must persevere. You must be resilient. I mean, being I'm being realistic. I'm not... I don't make podcasts just to make them. I make them because it's time. It, it's something that's inside of me that's saying, hey, you got to move. You got to drive. You got to keep going. Some of y'all, y'all single parents, it's your drive. You got to drive. Your kid watching you. Some of you married. You don't have no kids. Your spouse watching you. Somebody watching you. And we can't stop because somebody watching us. See, it's and, 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 and see, with nobody watching us, nobody holding us accountable, we stop, we glide, we do what we got to do, we adjust to life, we say, hey, I can take my time. But when somebody watching us, that's when we want to be, we want to do great. So I'm letting you know, you got to be great. Take your education serious, don't let a pandemic stop you. Presidential election is still going to go on. The president ain't going to stop being the president of the United States. Congress not going to stop being congressional leaders. Judges not going to stop uh, giving verdicts. Teachers not going to stop teaching. And podcaster ain't going to stop podcasting. I ain't going to stop podcasting. Listen to me. I am not going to stop podcasting. That's what I love to do. I'm going to do it. With donations or without donations, I'm going to do it. Because that's who I am. That's what I do. So I'm letting you guys know, be motivated at what you do. Be the standard. Set the standard. Be a blaze runner. People have blazed the trail for you. Now blaze it back. Don't put the fire out. As long as you blazing it, you keeping it up. The moment you stop blazing it, it's going to come tumbling down. And we all know we don't like things to tumble down. So that's my time, everybody. That, that's my time. I really really want to hear from you guys out there. I want you guys to listen right here. Write my information down. Send it to uh, our emailing team that's ready for all emails all day, every day. They're around the clock doing emails. Podcaster. P-O-D-C-A-S-T-E-R at sign Frazier Chronicles dot com Email us your questions, your comments, your concerns, anything that you might be wanting to know about. We'll talk about it here on this podcast. We'll definitely email you back. Say, hey, we're, we're in the works. We're going to be emailing. We're going to be putting it up. We'll even send you the link. We'll send you your, the personal link so you can listen to 
the question that you have. And we'll also broadcast it for everybody around the world, around the globe to read and hear about. We also want to, before we close, we want to thank all our listeners all around the world from Hong Kong, Germany, here in the United States. We want to say thank you because without you listeners, we can't be, I can't be a podcaster. And I want to thank everyone from the bottom of my heart that has donated or has subscribed to our channels on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, all the names of the pages are Frasier Chronicles. Frasier Chronicles and Chronicles ends with an S and it's one word. Follow us, like us, send us your messages, send us your thoughts, send us your prayers, whatever you want to send us, send it to us because we're here around the clock listening waiting to reply back to your message, to think about what we want to talk about, and to give you an answer on everything that you have. Until then, this is a great Saturday. Share this podcast. Get your friends involved with Frasier Chronicles. Tell your friends about us. As we are expanding this journey soon, we'll be also bringing you live podcasts while at the same time doing our still recording podcast. So until then, it's me, David, a.k.a. Preacher Man. So long, everybody.